by the Daily Dot. It's like a drive-time morning zoo radio show, except they talk about Pokemon sex toys pretty much all the time. And now here are your favorite lady disc jockeys, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. You just missed our jazz hands. I don't feel sorry for you at all. <laughs> um, it's great that you can hear and not see us. Sometimes, JK, we're beautiful. That's true. Allie, why are we here? Who are we? Who are we? So we have a, this is a podcast, in case you weren't sure what you were listening this to. Is this a is podcast. a podcast. And breaking the, news. The reason we're calling it a podcast is because we, we also, al- we have, also have a show. We have a show. And sometimes we listen to drafts of this podcast and we're like, we have a show about a show, 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 show. And so it's real shows. fucking confusing. So let's just say this is a podcast that you're listening to. If you didn't think it was a podcast, you may have some issues. <sighs> I'm sorry. Okay. So we have a live comedy show. You have to see it like in a theater. Whoa. What? And in that, we perform text from the internet word for word. So we'll take Reddit threads, Craigslist posts, but we'll like turn them into musical numbers. From making that show, we spent way too much time on the deep, dark internet. Although we haven't actually been to the dark web, which is something we should discuss. I know. So we've spent a lot of time on the internet, and then finally we decided it is time to meet the people behind the posts. Oh my God. Exactly. So in every episode of Two Girls, One Podcast, we find something on the internet. We contact the writer or an expert on that trend or whatever it is. And then we interview that person. I'm just going to throw out there that the first time we actually met people behind the post. It was earlier than this podcast. Earlier than the podcast. The the very first time was at our live show. We would invite some of the bloggers. We had blogger talkbacks. That was always really interesting. Yeah, because the audience would freak out because they saw this weird shit on stage. And then we'd be like, surprise, some of the bloggers are in the audience. And then they would stand up. Yeah, and they would be totally <laughs> different than the way we interpreted their pieces on stage. Um, yeah. But then also, the second time was when we filmed a little series and we went to BronyCon. Yes, we have a web series coming out because who doesn't? It's called <laughs> Two Girls, One Show. All the mediums, guys. And by show in that case, we mean a web, a web series. series. <laughs> See, a show gets thrown around too much. I know. Although, by the time we release this podcast, TBD, the show might be out already. Yeah. So maybe Google that shit. Yeah. Two but, girls, one show. But yeah, in that, we, we really to, meet them face to face. Yeah, we went, we met 10,000 bronies at a convention center in Baltimore, right? Yep, my hometown. Um, it was <laughs> one of the most fun nights of my life. Well, that's really sad. <laughs> not because BronyCon was not delightful for all the bronies listening to this, but I just, I just hope you've had like better nights in your life. I just wasn't expecting Nobody, any of neither it. Neither of us got laid that night, so... Yeah. Just saying. I hope you've had better nights. Yeah, true. Speaking of bronies, um, today, who are we interviewing, Jen? Not a brony, but like sort of related. Well, because we're interviewing a man who founded... A man. A man (laughs) who founded... um, It was really one of the original dating sites that has developed into a network of niche dating sites. And now there are hundreds and hundreds of them. And apparently hundreds of... um, And apparently hundreds of domains out there that he hasn't even that are registered, but they're not active yet. So wait, so he's just like sitting on domains, sitting on domains. Yeah, I am too, actually. Right now. Yeah, I have some <laughs> domains that I'm sitting on. What, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, one that I bought a long time ago is called the Huggington Post, and I would post photos of hugs, um, but I didn't really keep up with it. But I think I still own it. I feel like that had a lot of potential. I remember when you started that. Yeah, I also recently bought Silicon Alley, A-L-L-I dot com like just in case that's you know? hilarious also because i just you guys she just moved to san francisco and uh 
I just, I don't know. And we do a lot of weird tech things, you and I, but like with theater, I'm probably not going to use it because it's like too cheesy, but I was like, I should own this like Silicon just in case. Alley. So it's Silicon Alley. I think it might be dot me, maybe dot com. I'm not sure. Yeah. And you and I are sitting on a lot of URLs. URLs. Our, URLs. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got like bluglugs dot. And we didn't have good we options. Have like, it was like dot plum it was like the but worst we, we, have, we have like a Zoom. bunch of variations we have like blogologs.tv yeah it's like, no it's true but it was like a bunch yeah, of made up so words. i'm all about sitting on domains but back to this guy <laughs> back to this guy so he's not, he's not just sitting on domains this is an actual thing you can go to the passions network you can find things like zombie passions uh native american passions which apparently helps people find uh, each other within their own tribes that's nice and i'm gonna Pretty say cool. it was interesting that you put that right next to zombie passions yeah. well there are a lot of interesting things right up against each other on this network there's herpes passions for people i who don't have know herpes. that you could call that a passion but i right. think it's nice that if you have herpes you can meet other people with herpes. i agree, I agree. yeah he's just branded passions but people with herpes are passionate too about meeting other people yeah <laughs> without the stigma of the herp 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 the herps um what other passions yeah, and i don't want to get any diseases but herpes you know because apparently a lot of people listening probably have herpes herpes is like everyone now uh, yeah it's a lot i think it's, it's the most scary common one right? as a single person in your 30s because yeah. like in when you're fucking around in your 20s yeah everybody else has only fucked so many people when right. you get to your 30s like people that fucked a lot of people and it's scary for I, the herp yeah i think just default you gotta assume they got the i herp. just want you guys to know i've been std free since 1983 and i'm really <laughs> proud of this i was not born in 83 but it rhymes say, it rhymes if you say 83 so that's really important to me yeah that was pre-birth you um, had an std coming out no but no, no, std free is what i'm saying so i've been free pre-birth i have had no oh, pre-birth, STDs. Pre-birth. but now that i've announced this to the world i'm doomed to get an std like next week Whoever yeah. I fuck next week is going to give me an STD. Who will it be? <laughs> All right. Well, now Allie's going to stop bragging about never having had an STD. Because so. <laughs> I can assure you that most of our listeners have had. Most of them have. And I'm I, sorry. I like that you're citing that data. Because like in the podcast <laughs> analytics, I don't know if you guys know this. They track we, STDs. We can see. We can see like really? purchase history. We can see like Facebook login and also STDs. Cool. 87% yeah. of our listeners uh-huh. have STDs. Do you know what? That makes sense. And frankly, given um, everything I talk about and my general attitude towards the world, I should have an STD. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so basically, like, we are soulmates, you and I, STD holders, listeners. Like, don't worry. I'm with you, even though I'm STD free. <laughs> but also, by saying it again, I have jinxed myself. It's my time. It's my time to get one. I'm upset about it, but uh, I'm also ready, I think, sort of. All right. Anyway. Allie, once you get it, you're going to be able to join that network. And all of this, guys, was an ad for Trojan. Thank you so much, Trojan. Mm. (laughs) Trojan didn't sponsor anything, but wouldn't that have been a really crazy lead-in if, like, it turned out this was all a long ad for Trojan? We're not that talented or seamless in what we Um, do. Yes, we are. And it would be amazing, actually, if Trojan heard this and then contacted us and then we did get ads, which is something we talk about on a lot of these episodes. You know what? Let's let's just give them a freebie. Let's do a quick Trojan ad. Let's no, do no, because we did that let's for Trader it. Joe's. I know we did for Trader Joe's and, and nothing Trader has Joe's, arrived yet. When Trader Joe's sends me a gift card, I'm going to freak the fuck out because I, know, me too. I love you, Trader Joe. Are you going to be the one that gives me an STD? I have a question about Trader Joe's. Are the people who check you out, are they... they So ha- friendly, they, yes. But yes. do they Every have time. to make small talk with... Do they have to? Is that part of the job description? I am sure it is part of the job that they have to be friendly as fuck and so helpful. And I have to say, they're great. They're I just really want to thank them because they do it so effortlessly. It doesn't feel forced. 
It's the greatest place on earth. They ask me earth. what I'm doing for the holidays. I tell them more than I would tell my best friend. I don't well, know why. Well, that's upsetting. Wait, so the Trader Joe's checkout guy. So if I want to know about your holidays, like who should I go talk to? He was so friendly last night. He was like, so what are you up to for the holidays? Which location? Uh, Chelsea. Okay, it, I'm going to go stop by. Be like, Jen Jamula, what's she doing for the holidays? Because she hasn't told me much. I know she got a bunch of haikus written for her I, family. I'll, all right. Luckily, this is going to come out after the holiday because that's a big old surprise. Yeah, but oh. it's going to come yeah. out after the holidays. So we're but, sorry for these outdated references, STD holders. Yeah. Anyhow, I have, I have a theory on Trader yeah. Joe's, though. It's yes. my theory. That it's a magical place? Well, it is a magical place. But oh you know my why? God, but you Trader know why? Joe's passions should be oh, one of the dating yes. sites. We would be the only three people on it. <gasps> that is not true. That is not, <laughs> no, true. not true. I know a lot of people, yeah, I know who people love Trader it. Joe's. Well, my theory is pretty simple. It's okay. that they pay a living wage. I think the pe- the people who check you out at the regular supermarket are miserable because they have terrible jobs that pay zero dollars. Right. And the people at Trader Joe's probably make an okay living and they're happy to go to work and it's that simple. That's my theory. Yeah. Yeah. Although when I worked at Disney World when I was 22, sidebar, that happened. <laughs> uh, everyone there was so fucking happy. And the people who worked. So I was doing a dinner theater show there. But the people who worked the rides they get paid shit, but they're so happy because they're Disney fans. But it's Disney World. Oh, but it is Disney World. They're so happy to be paid There's shit. happy juice, like, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> happy juice. Otherwise known as crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> is like, aren't crack and cocaine, like, the same thing? I think they're different. But no, I don't think quote me on that. Again, like, fact check us people. Crack is just, like, heated up cocaine, right? A in a spoon. spoon. <laughs> We both knew about this. Okay, <laughs> random segue. But we were talking about condoms also, Allie. <laughs> condoms and crack. Allie ate a banana uh, before this podcast. So Why are you this... sharing such interesting information because with our listeners? I'm, I have a question for you. Yeah? Um, when you did sex education as a kid, did they do the whole condom on a banana thing? I don't think so, but I have a horrible memory and we'll have to ask my brother. But I don't think that happened. I think you would have remembered because it definitely was Because it was scarring? Yeah. <laughs> Have Matt, you, you're shaking your you, head yes. Did you, did that Jen, happen to you? No, I don't, you, I don't think so. Have you ever seen a dick that looks like a banana? A banana dick? Yeah, yeah. I see them all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, listener, if you have a banana dick, tweet us <laughs> at Allie Golden at Jim Bugger. Hashtag I mean, banana dick. I'm just going into the data right now, the analytics, 47%. Happy analytics? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Congrats, guys. Cool. We know yeah. so much about you. It's a niche passion. Banana dicks are like really good banana for dick injecting STDs. <laughs> oh, man, the Scott Fowl. So, okay, so Passions Network, that's who we're talking to you today. And um, wait, are, are they responsible for farmers only? We're going to have to ask him. Have you guys seen those farmers only commercials? Probably. It's a dating site for farmers only. Now, I have to say, everyone made fun of this, and it sounds so silly, but that is maybe it's your dream. We did speak to Bristler, yeah. one of our first episodes. Go listen for men who have beards and the women who love to stroke them. And Jen does love a beard, but where do you find a beard? On a, on a farmer. Farm. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fake farmer. You know, I like cook on this farm in the summers. Yeah. It's you're hard. kind of a real farmer. Well, I'm you're, not really no, you're a real farm hand. I'm a farm enthusiast, you're but... I, yeah. have, I have to say it's hard for I think it must be hard for farmers to find each other because they live pretty far apart from one another. Right. They're living in parts of the country where you have to like drive from farm to farm. I think it's pretty brilliant. And there are a lot of farmers out there. All right. That's all I have to say I'm about nothing, that. <laughs> not arguing. With I just you. read the coolest thing. What do you read? Early 20th century farmers. Are you going to go in our algorithms and say that, that the 90% of our listeners are farmers? No, it's only 20%. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. But they, they have internet. So yeah. they get uh-huh. us. They get us. Cool. Uh, I'm sorry. Analytics, just, not no, that, algorithms. What you just, yeah. <laughs> analytics. Pull the algorithms. farmer <laughs> analytics. Okay. Yes. Like about them living far apart from Yeah, them? they live yeah. far apart. So they would wire their phones yeah. to barbed wire fences so that the f- farms next door to each other f- formed this farm chain. And anyone, if, if they got a call or made a call, all the farmhouses would ring 
and it would be like a party line where all the farmers would talk and it would like com- combat loneliness because they'd just be out, no. out in the middle How of nowhere. How do you know this? Did you make I just, this up? No, I just read that. I literally just read Man, this. can you send that to me? That it's, sounds it's awesome. Like really, yeah. It may remind me of that. It was like a cool little fact. Guys, Farmer party line. You yeah. know how every episode I say you should fact check me? You should also fact check Fact check Matt. No, no, that sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> Matt check. It's just um, a cute thing. It's a Matt check. Uh, a Matt check, fact check. Uh, that sounds delightful. Um, I'm imagining that they did this with tin cans. So tin can, the wire right. on the barbed wire, right, and right. then all their tin cans would, yep. and then they would pick up their tin cans. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. This also sounds like a party Jen should go to because of the beards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, did you know that Denver is known as Menver and the men there are called lumber sexuals? You need to go to Menver. Where did you hear this and why have you been withholding? Well, I just heard it like last week, but okay. apparently there are so many men in Menver and they're all like fucking sexy ass lumberjacks. Yeah. If this is true, tweet us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> at Allie Golden at Junebugger. Is Denver really full of sexy, sexy men and it's should we visit? One of Who the best- wants to host mm-hmm. us in Menver? It's one of the best single cities in the united states for that's why women. the real world had one of their seasons there like a long while ago you wouldn't think that that would be a real okay, world so spot. you know and also you <laughs> should know. be embarrassed I just I kidding no i didn't know about menver <laughs> real, real, real world. yeah menver lumber sexual so i'm taking a weekend trip to menver i'll come it's where i'm gonna get my stds <laughs> because as we all know i'm due yeah at this point yeah so all right book your tickets to menver we gotta take a break Mm. Oh, so Thank soon. God. <laughs> it's been like forty minutes. Yeah, I know. What are we? We're, we're rambling Valley today. Talking about Menver, banana dicks, <laughs> You guys banana brought it back. You guys Farmer brought it back. Lines. Trader Joe's Menver, oh, banana dicks. Oh, we forgot to tell people this isn't safe for work. Oh, <laughs> guys, it's, it's way too late. late. It's a little late. I hope they know. Yeah, I hope you're not fired. I hope you're not listening to this on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Yeah. Uh, but first, how's we, that commute? We, we do have to take a break. Okay. We got to go. Okay. Uh, but before that. It's trivia time. Oh, shit. I don't know anything about this Passions Network. It's a dating network. It's I know. Like dating. You've been married since you were two. Yeah. But yes. it's like Oh, my people... God. Your daughter's getting married soon. She's four. She's, four. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's definitely going to meet her husband soon. She's almost soon. five. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're wow. Close. She's an old maid. Yeah. 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 yeah we got to get a spring chicken. Yeah, marry that one um, up. <laughs> but uh, today's trivia is actually about dating. Oh. Okay. So a a psychi- is it about me and Jen? No, no not about <laughs> how me specifically. Ma- how many banana dicks? <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to give you trivia that you know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's but, be... but maybe it's like quizzing us on how well we know each other. That, okay. Ooh, that's a good that, trivia. That. New segment. <laughs> All right, in 1983. Oh, when I was STD free. Allie came out. <laughs> no, I didn't. I came out later. Oh, you came out later. Okay. Uh-huh. I came out in '83. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I um, came out. Hey. Jen was straight and then she became a lesbian and that's fine that's great um, she was really baby. she was really precocious she came out of her mother's vagina and was like whoa I liked that <laughs> and there you have it wow yeah but to be clear not like my mom's just like vagina just, just in general, in general. Yeah. also guys I'm not a lesbian but not that it matters in case y'all didn't know from the lumber sexual situation god I'm gonna stop talking for three seconds alright alright that's my chance mm-hmm. a psychology professor at NYU studied dating dating apps psychological effects of dating apps and found demoralizing that if, yeah that they're horrible uh-huh. uh no that if there's something you can wear in your dating photo that will increase your engagement something that you that people will be interested in what is that thing costume they, right but what kind and, and in this study uh, according to npr they you know showed a picture of the person with this item of clothing and then without same picture 
mm-hmm. just swapped out the clothing, and the people wearing this item were got a lot more interest. Yo, I'm totally Whoa. gonna get this, this item. This Wait, is, is it for hack. men or women? Both, both. 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 Goes oh. across gender. Wow. Yeah. And is it a bathing suit? <laughs> you can guess that. <sighs> oh man, I think it might be, but I see a lot of onesies. And I you know do? You, you love a good onesie. I love a what, good onesie, but we, we already, are you on? I think we already told this story <laughs> in a previous all... episode about I have a onesie in my profile, or I did as a joke, and then someone wrote me very seriously because he's into age play. Oh, Yeah, we discussed right. that. So not a onesie, not a onesie. onesie. Um, Maybe a hat? But this is similar to real world. So we um, have spent a lot of time on pickup artist blogs, unfortunately, for our live show, Blogalogs. And one of the techniques is peacocking. So you wear something crazy to the bar so that... I mean, it's sort of sleazy and weird, but also kind of makes sense, right? You're starter. giving people a conversation starter. They like can be like, why are you wearing hat. those goggles? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, I'm going spelunking <laughs> later in your vagina. So it's like that kind of opener. Yeah. That's, I, your, I mean, that's your, your top line. It that's has to line. be <laughs> It has to be some kind of costume. Okay. Although I have... I think of, a bathing suit is a great guess. Yeah. And if it's for both genders. Uh, yeah, you get more interest if you're in a bathing suit. But I feel, yeah, that seems uncomfortable. Here's my naked body. <laughs> um, tube socks. I can't think of items. I mean, it's some kind of costume. It's a suitsie. Ooh. The suit onesie. <laughs> the suit onesie, yeah. Um, I need guesses. All right. I'm just going to stick with onesie. I know it's wrong, but sometimes you've got to be wrong and be bold mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it formal wear? Is that your guess? <laughs> I mean, my guess is like some kind of costume. But actually, I'm being really biased right now because, like, if a dude's wearing a crazy costume in his profile, I'm in. Right. <laughs> so well, you're I'm saying, being 100% biased. You're saying some sort of outlandish it, a costume, a yeah, crazy something hat, outlandish. Something they're more likely really to get like, responses. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good. That's guess. what I think. But I guess. think it's just me being extremely biased. Onesie for Jen, crazy costume outfit for Allie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Sticking with yeah. it. Okay. Although that's probably not right. It's probably because most of the world is like way more normal than we are. So it's probably like a shirt. <laughs> it's a tie. If men and women are wearing a tie, yes. they get more responses. They look so professional. They're funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. All right. We'll find out. Oh, the re- what? what? Wait, what? a late answer. Sunglasses. Uh. No. <laughs> nope. Because I think, ladies and gentlemen, if someone is wearing sunglasses in their photo, that's fine. It means fine. they have no eyes. <laughs> it means they're a cyclops. But, <laughs> yes. If uh, they have only sunglass photos, something's wrong with the face. <laughs> you can't see what someone totally looks like. Like, everyone looks a little cooler in sunglasses. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Like, some people wear sunglasses in every photo, and then, like, the last photo, they're not wearing sunglasses, and it's like, whoa, you have, <laughs> you have eyes. Crazy face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll stick with onesie. All onesie right. and costume. Mm-hmm. We'll find out the answer after break. See ya. And now a real post entitled Very Popular Techno Song. Help! They play it in clubs? From the very fount of all human knowledge, Yahoo Answers. I always hear this song on the radio. Oh, when I'm up in the club. Uh, but I, I can't find what it's called. No, it's, it's all beats. One part of the song. It, it, it's like this. Okay, it, like it will get real low. And then slowly start picking back up. And it will go faster. As it does, it's like, it's like, done, 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 I'm so sorry, this is bad information. 
Uh, but I'm sure if you think of really popular techno rave songs, you could help. Yeah, thanks. And we're back. Yes, we are. Um, Ellie, do you know what song that is? Definitely. It's by DJ if Snake. If you believe in life after love, it's that one. It must be that one. It's I think you're right. Definitely that well, one. Well, even if we I don't get the trivia. something inside me says. It's that one. Darn, 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 darn. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, totally. It's a hotline bling, right? No, God, Matt, it's not that Hotline Bling. That one's a little too slow for what they described. No, 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 that song Allie was singing. Is oh, that Bling. is Hotline Bling. Yeah. Hotline Bling. Okay, got yeah. it. I thought it was. It's you could call familiar. all songs that, really. I don't know. Hotline Bling. I don't know. <laughs> you want to listen to Hotline Bling? I'm just talking about music in general. <laughs> hotline Bling. Okay. Do you guys want to hear the trivia answer? Yes. Nope. Yes, just because kidding, I do. I, and then I need um, just like a five minute break while I go change my profile. Yes, I'm saying it's, it's less of a trivia, more of a life hack pro tip. More of you helping. I'm just trying to Thank help you. you guys Thank out. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, it's a Let's get Allie some STDs, you. y'all. All right. It is time. <laughs> time. A psychology professor at NYU did some study of online dating profile pictures and found that if you wear this item, you get more traction. Jen, you guessed uh, a onesie? Oh, God, Matt, I don't remember. <laughs> yes, but that was weird coming from you because, well, no, you like onesies also. Sort of an okay. answer. And, yes. And yeah, it's an Allie said any, any crazy some costume, kind of costume had a sunglasses room. Yeah. The correct answer is a red shirt. What? Are you fucking serious? Swap your normal shirt, your normal clothes, just put a red version of that on. What the Same fuck? exact photo, and you're going to get more likes, more hearts, more swipes, more engagement. And yeah. men and women both across the study f- felt that they would spend more money on the date or spend more what? resources time what? with a person who was wearing a red shirt they felt that no. the red shirt hey. was, had more value this was... study is flawed <laughs> i just want to point out that matt has multiple computer monitors in this room and they all have red on They're them all right red. now yeah subliminal messages <laughs> well wait this is about communism isn't it yes that's, uh, oh you got me definitely red is the color of passions <laughs> Like the man we're talking to today, the Passions Network. Um, why is that? Do you guys know anything about color psychology? Like, what, what's I up think with that? Part this, of it. This, yeah. Okay, first of all, if this is true, that's a really great little trivia fact because that's not at all what I ever would have guessed. No, and let but me be clear: it's one study. Real. It's this one study. And it's a it, flawed it's, study it's where they published didn't, in a book by they a professor. Were like, yeah, but, in one episode, in one picture, if you wear a garbage bag, and then in the next picture, <laughs> if you wear a red shirt, you get more likes. Like, come on. The, the NPR interview the does not. The thing into. is, don't wear a garbage bag in your dating profile, except for then P- I would message you and be like, what's with a garbage bag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be into that. I would be into The that. interview does not get into the sample size, and I did not read the book, but it, it, they're saying that they took sa- they took people wearing, the sa- it was the same exact photo, but then swapped out the red shirt for a, any other color shirt, blue, brown, green, whatever, and the red shirt peaked interest more. I don't know if that's a hundred people or a ten thousand people. I change my profile in every single photo I'm wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Do I get lots of likes or do I look like a creeper <laughs> who only wears red? That a is red so ones, weird. A red onesie with will sunglasses. You send, will you send us the link? Yes. Okay. Also, our listeners, do you think that this is real or not? Tweet us at Allie Gold. At June Bugger. That's right. And have you personally noticed a difference when you wear red? Because I do yeah, just say. Or do any of you have a red a red shirt, shirt story, story or, yeah. in your profile? And are you getting a lot of likes? Because in the real world, when I wear red, people tend to comment more than when I don't wear red. I they say that's a no lovely shirt. Red. You look good in red. I, yeah. I have one red shirt. I'm thinking about that's it. I have no other red shirts. Um, mm-hmm. So also, listener, let us know. Are you fugly? 
and when you wear a red shirt, you get lots of likes. You know what I mean? Like, because like maybe like if you're super hot and you wear red, like sure. But then like, what if you're not and then you wear red? Are you starting to get likes? I think if you're super hot and you wear red, it like negates you. Oh, interesting. You, you disappear. Just, you, you literally disappear. <laughs> Your photo is just a background. Uh, interesting data point. I'm looking at the analytics now. 97% of our <laughs> listeners, super hot. <laughs> oh, super hot. Guys, Actually, don't wear red. We want to see you. <laughs> no, I believe that our listeners are super hot because they obviously have really good taste. And they all have STDs. <laughs> and if they all have STDs, it's because it they get no no, red. Only, only, only 87% okay. have STDs. Oh, yeah, so we have more hot listeners yeah, than STDs. Majority ridden. hot, but some STDs, but not all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. It's, it's so good it's to know data. these demographics. It's going to be great for when we finally get real ads. <laughs> <laughs> but all these ads have been real. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. No, cool. I don't know what she's saying. I'm sticking with costume, but I think that's just like my personality. Can I tell you guys about a dude I went on a date with last week? Please do. <laughs> okay. Now that we've begun. In his photo, in his his photo was him dressed as a snail. Oh my god. And he messaged me and I was like, I wrote in all caps, I think it was like my first message back was where did you get the snail costume? I need to know. Was it Amazon? Was it Ricky's? Was it Party City? And he wrote back, I made that shit, bitch. <laughs> so obviously we went on a date. <laughs> After he called you a bitch, you were like, oh, I love it. I said, I can't believe you called me a bitch so soon. And he was like, I can tell you're fun. And I was like, all right. And was this like shell backpack? Or oh was my this God, like I'm going to show you a picture. She later. showed me a picture. It's a gigantic it's amazing. costume. It's amazing. Like paper mache. He made it. It's, he's wearing like a full like green bodysuit, like including face mask. Huh. And then has like a giant shell on his back that is made with some other material cool mm-hmm. and then he messaged and then we started texting and he was like do you want to see another and yeah like that was, that was not the best costume yeah 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 and so he texted me another <laughs> this is the way to my heart instead of dick pics guys just text me you in a costume and i will wet myself and, and was it halloween <laughs> was it halloween? And they were halloween costumes so he texts me another it is him as a chair <laughs> As like he's a recliner, like a lazy boy <laughs> recliner, and it looks like a real so recliner, but he's right. inside it's of it. So I'm into that. That's good. really awesome. It's so good. I mean, the funny thing about this is like this podcast will come out like six months from now, and I'll like never see him again. But he was <laughs> dressed. Wow. Their first baby. Maybe who knows? He. It was a chair, guys. A chair. I wish I could show you this photo because it's so good. And then we went out, and he told me about how he's like fucking committed, and he <laughs> sat down in the middle of a dance floor. <laughs> for like 30 minutes just to listen to people around him being like why'd they put a chair on the dance floor <laughs> did people not know that it was a person no it looks so real wow. his face is not out of it he's inside the chair <laughs> That's awesome. and he committed like he sat there on the dance floor or so he told me while it, like people around him were just like why is there a chair and then just sort of See, forgot about it and started dancing a, around that's him that's not a halloween costume that's performance art exactly that's it fucking Andy Kaufman shit yeah it is. That's so funny. Anyway, so um, fuck red shirts. <laughs> Dress like a chair. Oh, I just love a good costume. That's why San Francisco is the city for me. Every fucking dude there has a costume box. Costume, I know you told <laughs> me that. Every guy there has a costume I box. I am curious beyond red shirts what you all see gets traction on your dating profiles. So what do you have in pictures that you see people tend to like? Yes, I, I want to know tips. that. We need tips, guys, because yeah. clearly we're not doing that great. <laughs> okay, so tell us. You know what else I want to hear? What's your best costume? I want to hear that too, listeners. What's your best costume? Yeah, your best one. Tweet it at us because I want to steal your Tweet idea it. for next Halloween. Just kidding. I really want to know. Tweet it with a photo. That'd be fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Tweet us your best online dating pick. Or yeah. your best costume. I want to see your best costume. Or best costume. Either or. If it's both, props to you. Um, you can tweet us at Junebugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. I'm at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. Also, sidebar, my one of my 
profile photos is me as a sex bot on stage from our show. Not a sexy sex bot. Like I look insane. <laughs> but it, it like weeds out the good. And, you know what I mean? Like people message me. They're like, what is going on Do in that they? last photo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you know people are down. Uh-huh. Down to clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sidebar, but uh, that those sex spots are real. I know. Yeah. So Jen and I, we perform internet material on stage. There are you real do? sex spots. You, I know. Shocking. Well. There are real sex spots that you can buy. And so we took the FAQ page for these sex spots and turned it into a pageant. And you know we what? played janky, janky sex spots. I think they're becoming mainstream because the latest episode of Broad City has a sex spot in it. I mean, sadly, they are going to be mainstream. They are mainstream. Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. I'm a sex bot. Can't beat them. Fuck them. <laughs> That's true. That's what they're going to say about robots. <laughs> wow, I like that. AI. Cool. Cool. All right. Man, well. we really went on some tangents, and I think we have to interview our guest now. It might yes, be time. Uh, we have our guest on the line. We're really excited. We're about to speak with Michael Carter. He is founder of Passions Network. Welcome, Michael. Good morning. Nice to be with you. Nice to be with you, too. Michael, can you just quickly tell us what is the Passions Network? Well, Passions Network is a network of about 260 individual niche online dating and social networking sites that are broken out by just about everything you can imagine from ethnicity to sexual orientation to interests, um, geographical locations. Basically, it allows people to join a dating and a social network uh, based on common interests or something they share in common. I'll just say that we originally found you through Stash Passions, which is Mustache Passions. Mm, I forgot about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> but we've looked at a lot of the 260 ones, and they really do span a lot of different things. So we're going to get into that definitely in a minute. Um, but how did this all get started? Well, I created a dating directory back in 2002 called A Greater Date. You know what I have to say mm-hmm. about that? What? He's a pioneer. You're a pioneer, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this does go back a ways. Um, it was back when online dating was still kind of, I don't know if taboo is the right word, but everybody, you know. It was weird. If, if, yeah, if you told somebody that you were on an online dating site, they were, they were like, what, are you desperate? You know, uh, so there weren't really a lot of online dating sites, um, at least initially, but by the time I focused on creating the dating directory, it had begun to kind of pick up steam. And instead of there being just one size fits on all, you know, uh, like match.com, that type of site, uh, there began to be splintering off with um, JDate as a good example, you know, focusing on the Jewish community and gay.com at the time had a, a, a dating site that was focused on the gay community. So when I created the dating directory, at, there was just like this explosion of niche categories um, as people tried to, you know, compete with these larger players, these larger one size fits all. And so I created a, I don't know, a couple hundred different category pages in the directory. And after about a year, I realized, you know, I really shouldn't just have a directory. I should have actual sites that people could go to. Wait, so sorry. So your directory was just for other people. It's like a phone book where people could look up the niche that they wanted. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's old school. So, yeah, it's very old school. And and at the time, you know, because Google has changed just dramatically in the last, you know, 15 years. But at the time, if somebody typed in Jewish dating, Google would give them my 
dating directory's Jewish category page. You appeared and above JDate on a Google search. Yeah, that site actually, for whatever reason, Google just gave it a lot of love. So if somebody typed in gay dating, they got my gay dating page first before. Wait, I'm a little confused, time. though, what the page mm -hmm. was at the beginning, because you're saying it's like a phone book. They would just find your directory and where, where would your directory lead them? It would lead, what I would do is I would take every category, uh, so like the gay dating category, it wouldn't just have gay.com, it would have maybe, I don't know, three, four, five I see, so you listed all the yeah. competitors too. Yeah, everybody. Okay. And so there would be, you know, there was like a hundred different categories and they were, you know, highly specific. And, and so I was showing up in Google for the first position for pretty much every niche dating category and, you know, again, there was a lot that was kind of exploding out from that one size fits all concept. But um, anyhow, that's not Passions Network. That's kind of the predecessor uh, to, to Passions Network, because after about a year or so, it just seemed silly to me. It's like, why, why is Google going to drop people on my dating directory page? If somebody types in Jewish dating, Google's going to give them Jewish dating sites. So it seemed like a bad business model <laughs> to, to stay with. And so I uh, started working with a programmer. In 2004, we launched 100 individual niche dating sites that were, um, you know, more what you would expect, you know, uh, Christian, Jewish, atheist, Democratic, Republican, you know, that type of thing. And for about a year to two years, we stuck with just the hundred. And then that's when we realized, oh, you know what? The infrastructure allows us to kind of really go crazy with this. And we started adding some additional sites and we were up to a hundred, uh, sorry, we're up to 260. And a lot of them got a, more and more strange and more and more unique and niche like Stash Passions, which is, you know, for guys who have mustaches and and men and women who like guys who have mustaches. So, you know, that's not the type of dating site you would expect, or w certainly you wouldn't have expected it, you know, 10 years ago. So, How have you identified these niches over time and decided which ones <laughs> should get their own site? Um, well, the first 100 were pretty easy because in, you know, my dating directory, I already had those categories and I, I could see how many dating sites were already out there for the goth community or the punk community or you know african-american and native american and whatever so you know it was pretty easy to come up with the first hundred after that uh it was a combination of asking the members in the network um and just also just seeing the evolution within <clears throat> within the online dating uh marketplace you know i could see new uh subsets appearing and um, you know, things would uh, spark the interest of people. And so as sites began to take off, I would add that category into the network. So you asked your users and they were like, zombies, that's what we need, zombie dating. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of times, no, uh, a lot of times it was me. Uh, Stash Passions, for example, I just, I walked into a Barnes and Noble and there they had, you know how they have books just set up for you to to look at, they had this huge. They do have books at Barnes and Noble. That's true. <laughs> you don't need to fact check us <laughs> yeah. on that one. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just, just testing you two. Okay. Thank you. So, um, they had like this big coffee table book with this guy with a handlebar mustache, 
And I just thought it was hilarious. So when I walked walked back home, I I just I knocked out that site in like two days. And uh, but zombies, you know, I love The Walking Dead. So you know, a lot of the sites spring from me thinking it's kind of a fun concept, and then me thinking, um, you know, enough people in the network might like this as a way to express their individuality and a way for them to kind of have a little bit of fun because you know when some when somebody joins in the network they can add multiple sites into their account so they're not just identifying themselves as oh i'm christian so i'm on christian passions they can join in and put you know, i'm a christian uh, zombie <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a christian zombie lover so this is interesting so you make a profile that you then can basically choose which networks it then goes on to yeah well they're individual sites and so, so what happens is you create your, you join whichever site, you know, you happen to find in your, your search. Uh-huh. And when you join that site's, you know, it's completely free. And as you go through the process of filling out who you are as a person, you know, uh, your, your gender, your orientation, your location, your likes, your dislikes, that type of thing, then the system, you know, it notes if you put that you're um, a runner and that you like video games, and that you drive a truck, and you're all, you like zombies, and then it'll recommend. Oh, you should. Would you like to add running passions, um, trucker passions, zombie passions, and then they can choose whether or not they want to add it into their account. And if they do, they're going to be surrounded by people that are truckers and zombie lovers. And see, I know, would have different profile photos for each of those sites though like my stash passions would obviously be me with a mustache and then (laughs) my zombie would be me covered in blood and we've actually just learned that red is a really powerful color for your dating profile so that works well so i feel like i would switch it up well the the main profile photo is uh is the same across all of the sites Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to pick one that you just think you look good you got to choose something vanilla (laughs) (laughs) then within the individual sites if you want to go a little crazy you can upload you know photos that appear on zombie passions where you're you know made up for comic-con or whatever and then on trucker passions if you want to show a picture of you in your truck or whatever so it, it does allow for individuality within each site are there any that you created where you're like this'll be funny and then people started taking it really seriously? Actually within the first 100 sites, one of the stranger outliers, I guess, Trek Passions uh, was in the first 100 and like running track? Yeah. Trek. Oh, Trek, no, Star Trek. Trek. Like, got like, it. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not just Star Trek. It's it's it's, you know, really all sci-fi. So Star Wars people can be on there and Doctor Who people and Battlestar Galactica and basically, you know, anybody that's into sci-fi. And um so that site was added and, you know, just I thought it was kind of fun and kind of I didn't really know whether or not it would take off, but weirdly enough it kind of caught fire really fast. Uh, And one of the reasons I think is because within the first couple of months, Conan O'Brien That'll do it. it Conan, when are you going to promote our podcast? (laughs) Conan Passions. (laughs) Well, he made a joke uh, 
in his monologue, I, you know, I had no idea this was going to happen. I'd closed down the computer for the night and everything. And, and at the time I was watching Conan regularly. And so I turned it on and Conan was standing there doing his monologue. And he goes, um, a group of Star Trek fans have created an online dating site. Holy and, crap. Yeah. Like if Conan talked about our podcast and I didn't even know he was going to, I just turned on Conan and he was like, so there's this I podcast up in this. I would freak the fuck out. I, I immediately like the adrenaline was running through me. I was like, he has to be talking about my site. There's no other site out there like this. I guess and, it'd be really upsetting if he was talking about the other Trek dating site. <laughs> That's how you yeah, learned so, about it. <laughs> yeah. If there had been another one, I would have been shocked. But uh, so he says, you know, Star Trek fans have created an online dating site and everybody laughed as if that was the punchline. But and then they all goes, took out their um, phones and signed up. Well, what he, he followed it with, um, yeah, you know, they, uh, they say that everything is going great and any month now they hope a girl will join. Oh, and at, no. at that point, it, you know, the whole crowd really t- laughed and I jumped up and turned the computer back on and was looking at the stats and everything. And within, I don't know, five to 10 minutes, I think probably less than, probably five minutes, there, there were over a hundred registrations. People like to talk about shared interests and, and uh, it gives a good way to break the ice. So. Yeah, I mean, this it's really how all dating sites function. It's just nice because you're giving them like a real, it's almost like highlighting that feature, right? Because all dating sites are like, what interests do you have in common? Well, sort yeah, of. Tinder I guess, doesn't do I guess yeah, yeah, I guess the apps, they don't, it's nothing. It's just like. Yeah, no, the apps are, are do I think you look good? Yeah, well, that's a yeah. shared interest, you know? Do we what both do do share an interest what school did in you each go other's to? bodies? That's all we know. Yeah. yeah. Are you wearing red? But, you know, theoretically, yeah, people have always bonded over interests, so. I imagine if an interest is a really, really big part of your life, if your significant other doesn't share it, it would be very hard to have a relationship with them. If it's something you literally invest time in every single day. I mean, I could right. date someone even if he doesn't share my love for Harry Potter. It would be rough. I mean, you and I have made it this far, and you've never read the books. Yeah, but like, what about? It's definitely like it's a it's a it's a stumbling block for us. But I'm just trying to think of something more fundamental to you. Like, what about this whole costume thing? Or like, if somebody somebody didn't, hated if costumes they hated it and didn't understand it, they were like, Nyeh. I mean, so I'll go to costume parties on my own. It's not like a deal breaker. Okay, it's it's not a deal breaker, but it's like a major plus if he's into costumes. What if they didn't know what the internet is? Okay, well then I'm dating. Then I'm <laughs> dating. I uh, can't say it, but I'm dating. Yeah, I know you're uh, yeah. a dumb, and so we can't do that. When you talk about costumes, I mean, I've got cosplay passions, but are you talking about that? Or are you talking about not you know, just like play? costumes, just like Halloween costumes, just like someone who fucking has a love for costumes, like great <laughs> costumes? Do you have a do you have a channel for me? Well, cosplay. Is nah, no, 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 just like. Like we were talking earlier, I met this guy who like has a snail costume and a and a chair <laughs> costume where like he's a chair. You know what I'm saying? And like that's my dream. It's like date a man who just like really fucking loves costumes. It doesn't have to be cosplay, it doesn't have to be a character. It could literally be right. an inanimate object like a chair. <laughs> I will put that on the to-do list, but thank so you. Far... Oh my gosh, I can't believe you have two hundred some sites and you don't have one for people who love costumes. It's a, it's an interesting idea. A lot. <laughs> well, is that that strange? I'm like stranger than zombie dating and stash passions. <laughs> now I have a meta question for y'all. Okay. Yeah, robot dating, right? So uh, nowadays you. Guys complain that they sign on a dating site and there are a lot of bots and the women aren't real. But what about right. the dudes 
who want to date a bot, like the movie Her, so you could create bot dating where they know to find their bots. And then you don't even need women to sign up. Or I guess you might for the women who want to date a male bot. But I just think like this is the direction that the future is heading. And I just want to say like maybe you should think about bot dating. Bot dating is what they were doing in Ashley Madison, right? Like inadvertently. Weren't there bots responding to Yeah, but what's to annoying is when, pe- yes, but yeah. when people want to date a human and they get a bot. But what about then the people who want to date a bot? bot. Hmm. Well, uh, we, we don't use any bots in Passions Network, but I But do what if there was a ro- bot channel? Then you could use bots. Well, I do have robot passions. And mm. right now it's for people who are into robotics, but in the future, when our robot overlords take over, mm-hmm. they will, of course, gravitate towards that website as a way to meet humans and or other robots. So you're planning so, for the future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- I okay, think now- I'm only about five to 10 years in, uh, you know, ahead of the curve here, the way things, AI, the way AI is going. But uh, Well, Jen was just saying, if you can't beat them, fuck them. <laughs> but, but that also is a larger question that maybe is not um, good for right now, but... Uh, are the robots going to take over or are we just going to start implanting technology into our brains and bodies and we become the robots? So then bot dating is just normal dating. We're just dating each other and we're all robots. I know this is getting, isn't this exactly what you expected me to ask in this interview? (laughs) No, I love it actually because I'm a a huge fan of Ray Kurzweil and the singularity. Mm. And part of that is that people are going to begin um, enhancing themselves with, technology so yeah it's gonna probably just be i think regular dating uh but you'll have a bionic eye and you know other parts yeah i'm just trying to prepare you for the future you're welcome no big deal a bionic okay, eye yeah i mean i'm i'm probably not gonna get a bionic eye what does bionic even mean does anyone really uh, know what's bionic what the- you know, that, that shows my age because I totally remember watching the Bionic Man. The bionic no, man. I know what you're talking about, but like, man, okay, the what's the definition woman. of the word bionic? Anyone? Do I need to mansplain? Long Does pause. Need- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, what is it? What is well, it? I think it's cy- cybernetic bionic. It's like a technology and, and humanity mixing. It's like, so a, a body part that is mechanical is a bionic body part. Oh, so bionic is just mechanical. I think mechanical. A, a more modern term is cybernetic which oh, is okay. I have an arm that is not okay. flesh. It is made of motors and, you know, okay. metal. Um, sidebar for later, let's talk about what organs we would have made bionic. Anyway, okay, can you tell us about, uh, obviously, some of the crazier... Can I ask another question? Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> I want to I rein us back in a little bit, and then I would love what? to talk about some of the more niche things that you've seen. But, um, okay. well, actually, this is fairly niche. The Native American dating, the Native American passions. So people are able to find people within their own tribes. Can you talk a little bit more about that and maybe about some of the more real world fixes that you're seeing like in the, with these dating sites? Sure. Uh, well, that site in particular is the only there's a couple of Native American dating sites online now. Um, but at the time that Native American passions was launched, I think it was the I think it was the first one that focused on the Native American community. And within the site, there are, uh, there's all the different Native American uh, tribal affiliations and then all of the U.S. Uh, reservations. So it, whether or not somebody lives on a reservation or they're affiliated with a tribe or they, you know, they're 100% Cherokee or Iroquois or whatever or, or 50% or, or 
you know, 25 or they don't, they're not even really sure, but they know that it's in their lineage. You know, all of that, there's groups for all of that within the network. So people can initiate contact with, with others based on any combination of those. Got it. And um, how did herpes passions come about? All right. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a huge number of um, sites focused on not just herpes, but uh, HIV and STDs in general. And um, so that is, that's actually a good segment uh, for online dating because people who are suffering with various STDs and they don't want to have the talk, uh, you know, they can go onto these sites and know that the other people that are on the sites have also dealt with or are dealing with whatever issue it is. Great. Now I want to know some of the weirdest ones. Um, depends on how you, you know, what you think is weird. Yeah, uh, just some of the more unusual ones that people wouldn't expect. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, I think OCD, OCD, OCD passions is probably pretty unique. Wait, um, is that, that's what it's called? Why three times? Um, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I named it that way because I think, you know, people who have OCD, I haven't gotten any negative feedback, first off. Uh, it's been up and running for, I don't know, two, three, four years now. And um, it's a lot of the sites are kind of, the names are, are a little bit tongue-in-cheek or the imagery is a little tongue-in-cheek because, you know, everybody on the network is an adult. And, you know, if you don't have a good sense of humor. Get out. Then, yeah, you're probably not going to be, you know, comfortable on the site. But so kind of, you know, addressing it head on and kind of making light of it, but, you know, hopefully not viewed in a negative way. Um, it, it, I think it helps draw people in. And then within OCD, OCD, OCD passions, there's various groups where, you know, people can kind of define what level of OCD they have. You know, there's very, very minor levels, you know, um, Sometimes there's just OCD, and then sometimes there's OCD, OCD, and then sometimes there's OCD, OCD, OCD. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I guess, you know, all of the ones that have to do with uh, the paranormal or, or, you know, there's paranormal passions, werewolf passions, vampire passions, zombie passions, uh, pirates passions, you know, because there's uh, talk like a pirate day on the Internet is kind of a big thing. Um, Oh, Internet. (laughs) I know somebody who became a pirate. What do you mean? My high school chemistry teacher retired and went on the tall ships when they were sailing around and he said he was like becoming a pirate he wasn't like so he was like boarding other ships mon- no, no, i know by pillaging. definition not really but he was called he was self-identifying as a pirate and okay. dressed like that okay. anyhow they're real pirates are real well we also spoke to a vampire we should have directed him to this site although he has That's already true. um a girlfriend and a mistress oh right didn't he anyway yeah, yeah he's full up he's busy so uh <laughs> wait are, are you behind farmers only i have farmer passions ah uh, okay okay uh, yeah and and a lot of times uh you know when i create a site it's because some other site has taken off and it kind of brings light to the fact that oh there is a, a community that's interested in this so um i i had country passions within the first 100 that were launched back in 2004 but then you know this subset of of farming of you know that didn't ever occur to me and so now i have farmer farming passions and um 
I added gluten-free passions after... Um, after gluten became a thing? No, there's a site that took off. Um, I think it's gluten-free singles. I don't know. Gluten-free dating? Uh, We've heard of this site. Probably. Looked, it's so funny, though, because like, you could date anyone and not eat gluten. Like I don't even understand. I know, but if you're really. going to live together, it would be so much easier to share costs. I guess. Well, I'm thinking into the future, perhaps too <laughs> if far. If I met but... a gluten-free guy, like fine. I mean, I'll make fun of him, but we don't have to have gluten in the house. Like I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's hard not to eat gluten, though. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't even understand the whole gluten thing yet. <laughs> I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So it wasn't that long ago, right? Like gluten's no. like a new thing that everybody is anti. Mm-hmm. Let's bring back carbs. Bring back back gluten. I can't even say that right. <laughs> Let's edit that out later. I have to ask: Are you on any of the sites? I am as, uh, well, Don't not, lie to I'm us. not using them like, yeah, no, I'm not using them the way you mean, uh, but I'm on all the sites kind of like Tom from MySpace in that I can see everything and, and uh, it, that way I'm alerted to, to things if uh, somebody does something inappropriate. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm basically lo- just viewing it from a technical perspective. Can't wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is there a Harry Potter dating? Uh, no. Whoa. I definitely need to do that. Whoa, now. you need I, to uh, add that. I know. I I, I want to add one for Doctor Who as well. Meh. Um, but uh, yeah, a, a non muggle dating site would be good. Well, really, it's muggle dating because well, we're not really wizards. I don't know what any of this <laughs> means. Oh. Add muggle dating. I mean, I'd like oh, to yeah. pretend that I'm not a muggle, but I think we're all muggles. These are made up words. They. I thought you were magical. I'm sorry. Okay. Muggle is non-magical. So you got to create muggle dating. I bet okay, it already muggle, exists. Muggle dating. Muggle. Yeah. Get on that. No, this is going to be huge for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Check out Passions Network at passionsnetwork.com or you can find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash passionsnetwork. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. I can't wait to join muggle dating. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. And now a real missed connection entitled Seen You Eating Cat Food from the Nopist website on the internet, Craigslist.org. I've seen you eating cat food out of can. You was using a fork. Looks like you's got some manners. I like that. Important question, guys. Yeah. Do you think on the Passions Network, there is a group for people who love eating cat food? You know, as a child, I liked eating dog food. <laughs> and the minute. animal crackers from the zoo. We this has come it. up on this podcast no, multiple not times. The dog but you know what? I tried it once. I think it has. But, like the dry but kind. also, I feel like this story is worth retelling, both for old and new listeners. Go well, on. it was just that at the petting zoo, they had these delicious biscuits and definitely tried them. And then my dog had like this dry <laughs> delicious food. Delicious generally for animals. Okay, but Jen also thought they were delicious. I tried the dry food one time. And then just, like, tried and, one of the little nuggets, and it was not bad. Oh, of dog food. Yeah. How and why? How? You just pick it up, stick it in your mouth. Why? I like crackers. All right. Now, here's the thing. Um, and I actually like really love all the family members of yours that I've met. But let's recap what we know about Jen's life through this podcast. Her mother owned a pet rock. Yeah. And also pinned lizards to her shirt. Yeah. And Jen ate the petting zoo food. 
and also dog food. We're circus folk. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think that's what you might. Jen deduce. should be mentally Actually, challenged and uh, based on her my nutritional upbringing has survived uh, despite all that. You yeah. would have been such a super genius. Maybe, maybe I would have. Although you know, I was born premature actually, and I so failed I. all the tests. Yeah. So technically, uh, well, I was told that I, my parents were told that I'm suffering from premature birth. So basically. Like, I'm, I'm dumb compared to what I was going to be. Like your brain hasn't developed <laughs> I failed as the much? test where it was like, ooh, your daughter's suffering from premature birth. Her brain is addled. <laughs> but when you were a baby. When I was a baby. Have, I you, gotten that, have you gotten that rechecked? <laughs> have okay. I gotten that feedback recently? Yeah. But uh, yeah, they gave me all these tests as a child and I failed them all. Okay. Interestingly, uh, my fair, twin babies. brother passed them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so you're super dumb. Mm-hmm. Babies are, are real dumb though. You know, babies are so fucking stupid. stupid. Like, if I have a baby, can I put it in a cage till it's five? Because they can't do anything before five. That's basically what you do. You strap them in a car seat. You put them in a crib. That's true. You, you just keep them like alive. When they first come out, they cannot even roll over. And then you get all these parents being like, oh, my God, my baby can roll over. She's brilliant. And I'm like, mm, stop. When did you roll over? Four? <laughs> I just learned. <laughs> but I still can't turn left. Zoolander reference. All right. So Passions Network. Yeah. What, what were you going to say? No, I don't know. I was just going to keep talking it. about cat food for a second. Like, I feel like if you eat tuna out of a can, you're eating cat food. Yes, if you drink you. milk out of a saucer, you're drinking cat food. That's all cat nope, food. Nope, not I, how that works. I agree. The not cat food industry has works. made us think that it's something other than human food, but it's You're all the same something. thing. You're it's all on. the same uh, thing. That's what a cat food eater would say. All right. <laughs> but you know what? Now there's a startup that's making like fancy fucking food for your animals where it's would like organic, it? gluten-free shit. Yeah. yeah. I know, but now they're doing it. I think I just heard they're doing it in like a box delivery service. Of kind course. Of thing. <laughs> Stick it like, in a box. Yeah. But you're right. It's not that new because... um. Barkbox has been a while around for a while, but apparently they're like really upping it where it's like they get they can get like salmon and stuff and like you know like these good, cats like, are going to be eaten with forks like a serious yeah, yeah like seriously grade fish you can know i what tell I mean? you my favorite story from my childhood oh yes matt it's related to cat products <laughs> it better be <laughs> yeah, my friend, you don't my, end up eating animal food in this <laughs> not me not me but one of my one of my buddies we were young maybe 10 11 12 uh his parents had shrimp flavored water for their cat Gross. Like flavored water that for the cat. Disgusting. Yeah. And my yeah. friend was into prank call because prank calling was all it was. The, it was the, the rage. The rage. The rage. And he called the company and said, "Hey, I tried the the shrimp water. It's not shrimpy enough." And they sent him free cases of the water <gasps> because he complained. Oh my god! <laughs> Ew! Don't drink the shrimp water. Great tactic though for free things. Yeah. 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 Wait, I had two other pets when I was a kid. <laughs> Go on. Well, I didn't tell you about my primary pet was a dog. Because I ate the my food. primary, okay. Um, but like I, when you have like a primary boyfriend and then like a side bitch. My mistresses were a mouse named Moose. A mouse named Moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't even. <laughs> I picture Jen as just like a bumbling idiot as a yeah. child. <laughs> I was like, and as you know, it's not rooms. how she is now. But like, yeah, like she. I picture you like had a lisp. You're like, hi guys, <laughs> who wants to hang out with me and my cat food? <laughs> Too real. Um, and then I had a chameleon. Did named... you have braces and a, and, a, and a night brace thing that you had to wear out during the yes. day? Yes. <laughs> no, I only wore the night brace at night. <laughs> no, the headgear. Did you have headgear out in the day? I had headgear at night. No, Did not you have in, it in the day. day. No. Did you have it in the day? No. Uh... <laughs> Let me ask you again. Did, Did you, you have, have it? it? 
in the day. No, only at night. I almost had to wear a back brace. <laughs> Did I tell you this? That's just that just got sad. The Aww. rest, like, it's funny making fun of you until you bring a back brace, and then it's like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god! Now I'm picturing a small child after has to wear a back brace. I'm not sad. Oh, because you to maybe me. you have scoliosis. I have scoliosis. I knew that story. I thought you were like, oh, guys, I ate cat food and I had polio. <laughs> like, <laughs> It I'm got done sad. talking about it the weirdness sad. of my childhood. I had another pet, but we'll talk about it later. Wait, Wait what's the other pet? We'll talk about it later. Mouse and mo- the mouse, the moose, the moose, the mouse. You know about the chameleon. His name is Camille. It was oh, eaten by, he was eaten by the crickets that he was supposed to you eat. Told yeah, this. we've told. All right. Yeah, right. Know, right. Now I'm just covered. repeating myself in my but old age. That's fine. That's fine. Who wants to talk about dating? <laughs> <laughs> I feel exposed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I there's talk a about site dating. for people who feel exposed. Exposed. There's dating. also probably people who have a fetish for exposing. You know what I'm saying? Like those flashers and stuff. <laughs> flashers are so old Flash school, passions. aren't they? Remember you'd learn about flashers Fla- when flashes. you were like a kid? And that's yeah, like not a thing. That? Like the d- people in trench, in trench coats, coats would be like, boom. But like that's not a thing anymore, I think. I guess that was just some people's fetish. Now they just do it like in corporate offices. In San Francisco, it's just like clothes. Yeah. It's just like they're naked. There's just like a trench coat and they're naked. And that's isn't just like there clothing. a naked run? Like beta breakers. Isn't that a naked run? I signed up for beta breakers. In San Francisco? Uh, okay. No, a lot of people wear costumes, but I think a lot of people are naked too. Wow. Also for Halloween, there were just like dicks everywhere. People just hanging <laughs> out with their dicks. They had their dicks in little nets. Little nets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like wore these pieces. And then were they be, supposed like, to be little something? Net. And they would be talking to me and I'd be like, I can see your dick. And they'd be like, yeah, I know. And I'd be like, it's right there. <laughs> I can't have a conversation with you. I'm so distracted by your dick. What were they supposed to be? No, that was just like, I don't know. It was like Castro. San Francisco and the Castro. They're just like dicks oh, out. Yeah. Oh, oh, Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so pa- so sta- stashions, pash- passions, stashions, stash passions. The passions that work. Also, if you guys could have a bionic organ, what oh. would it be? Appendix, because I never want mine to burst. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's cool. That's a very pragmatic. Yeah, that, was, that was specific. <laughs> I knew well, right away. Mine is like, is it going to be better than the human one? Because if it's better than the human one, obviously yeah, bionic brain, Ooh, uh, bionic brain. Make it um, something in the female area that will help you with babies. I mean, just so it like doesn't hurt as much. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm. bionic Ooh, cervix. Yeah. <laughs> Bionics vagina so it doesn't tear on its way out. There you go. Now you're thinking big. Don't edit that out. People need to know. They need to know. They need to know. Thank you for supporting that. That was a real feminist moment for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's go back to the appendix. You're going to crack crack open the abdominal cavity to take out an appendix, a useless organ, <laughs> then replace it with a metal appendix, also useless. Yeah, so I never have to take it out because it bursts, but I'll just take it out to just put take it in. out. But I still want <laughs> something still, in there. You know, you can't have too much space. You got to fill the hole. Taking it yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, what do they fill the hole with? They don't. They just shove like a little cotton in there. Pop, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to me that your organs are just like floating around. I know. They're so chill all most of, of the time. All the medical professionals listening to this podcast just vomited and clicked out. Yeah, they vomited but out their where organs. Are they, where are the organs? sitting also because like my friend had her colon removed and i'm like well what's there now mm. do the other organs just kind of spread out or do you get I like super skinny i'm so skinny i got rid of my colon it's the new dieting fat it just like removes some large intestine oh my god i'm so skinny <laughs> jk guys that's not cool so you'd get rid of your colon no way i would get a bionic brain so i could oh. be a genius and know all the things or maybe yeah. bionic eyes like so I can see through things. <laughs> you look so crazy with bionic eyes. Well, good How thing- do you know? They could be so cool looking. This is SiliconAlley.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sell bionic organs. If no, you visit SiliconAlley.com, there's nothing there. It's your superhero website. It's just yeah, it's a, it's a avatar of you. superhero. 
Anyway, guys, if you could have a bionic organ, what would it be? Tweet us at Allie Gold and at Junebugger. Who am I? <laughs> I was like, are you still that in? Uh, okay, June so, no, I need to spell it. J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. Okay. Mine, figure it out. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a nice interview that we haven't even reflected upon. Uh, I think the most interesting part is just thinking about how online dating has completely changed society. Yeah. Also, Thrinder. Let's talk about Thrinder. What's Thrinder? I think it's Three real. People? I haven't looked yet. It's like when you want to find a third. That's a real thing? I, I'm pretty sure. Again, fact check me, but I've heard about Thrinder. But regardless, I'm swiping all the fucking time on Tinder. It's a thing. I see married couples looking for a third. And I'm like, this is so too. fucking greedy. Because I'm just trying to find one person a fuck and you're trying to find an additional. Yeah. <laughs> you had to go there. Um, no, I also see on Instagram this person I followed. They're in a thruple or a throuple, like a couple that's a thruple. <laughs> I know. I knew a thruple. They fell apart, but I knew a legit thruple. And like for Christmas, the three of them went home to one house, wow. which is just crazy to think about. Like is our it, parents' generation dealing with the thruple. I know. Is it just sexual? Are you in a thruple? Tweet us. <laughs> I'm not going to give you mine again, but. And I want to know. Is that. it just sexual or are a lot of were, like the throuple you they know? Were like in was love. it real? They were all in love. It That's... just sounds so complicated. Like a relationship with just one human is fucking complicated. Mm-hmm. But it made me think of it because it was something he was talking about with married people and single people. And I remember thinking like, could be both. Could be all the all of the above. <laughs> the other thing that's weird though was like. All these dating apps, I think most of us agree that they kind of suck and like the person shows up, they don't necessarily look like their photos. So the idea of like looking for a third on there just seems like... Yeah, I know. So much time. Not a good use of, yeah, anything. Yeah. So Matt, you should take down... You and your wife should take down your your joint profile is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to say anything. You looked at me like but... you didn't know where that was going <laughs> and I thought going? it was mm-hmm. so obvious. <laughs> In hindsight, it was obvious. Well, here's what I want to know. If you're if you're into throuples, great, great. cool. We support you. But like... You like, do you. I think what you're saying. And other people. <laughs> even if everyone involved is like, cool, Thruple, we're all cool with this. The complexity sounds enormous. And also, I've never heard of that ever working out or ending like, we've been a Thruple for 50 years. I know. Has yeah. that ever? And I don't necessarily think monogamy is like the way the human brain is absolutely 100% wired to I be. I think we're not hardwired for monogamy. Probably not. But like... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the throuple thing is interesting because I agree with you that I haven't seen it work out. But I also think that like as society changes, like it might be that we or the next generation will be the first where there will be throuples. And then it'll be interesting to be like, I have two grandpas and a grandma on one side. And then I have two grandmas and a grandpa on one side because I got I got two throuple <laughs> grandparents. You because, know, right. It's it's not the, the person on the side, the mistress on the side. It's the person. They're who's, all equally who's brought in into the, the family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I'm never just, heard of that. I'm feeling very overwhelmed by this because like I actually yeah one relationship is hard enough. Yeah, like you hard said. enough. Yeah, I actually had a bunch of different friends come to me a few years ago and all confide in me that they were doing open, open. relationships and stuff like that. And it was at the same time, right? Yeah, this it was thing all kind of at took the same off time. at the same time. Yeah, because and since I'm everybody's like resident weirdo, I guess everyone felt comfortable confiding in me. But what was funny is some of them all knew each other, but I couldn't be like, "Yo, you should really talk to our mutual friend so and so who's doing the same thing," because nobody was like telling each other. Um, but all of them except for one. So at first I was like, this is the wave of the future, but then they all fell apart. Right. So, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it seems like a huge step to go from open relationship, like everyone's kind of testing and checking out versus like come over for Christmas. Right. Yeah. Well, I knew one throuple where the three lived together oh, and okay. then I knew a bunch of um, open relationships, open marriages, and like they've since fallen apart, except for one has not fallen apart, but I'm a little worried about it. 
<laughs> Anywho, guys, um, the solution is, I guess, to go Cheat find private. your yeah, <laughs> Ashley Madison or Passions Network. We didn't ask if there was a Passions Network for people who love to cheat. Yeah, that might exist. Let's just say it's online meeting because once you meet online, you yes. have to go on a real date, people. Yes, and we've it's talked not about this. Texting, the texting, first texting. date is not even a date; it's a meet and greet. You're seeing if that person is more is not an avatar. Mm-hmm. What if they were? What if they walked they were, in? They're a blue person. Yeah. <laughs> the they movie. were like the AOL dial-up man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just come in and all yellow. Um, yeah. So I always I always think that the first date is a meet and greet. Yeah, for sure. Seeing if you're real, seeing if you look like your photos, and, we and then about if they ask you can out you again, go, can you ghost after the first date? I think if you don't have a mutual friend, just online. I think if you one online date and no mutual friends, I think you can ghost. Especially if there's like no makeout or anything, yeah, you all can like mutually. Like, I mean, the only time I think, I think it is wrong to ghost when you know that the other person is expecting to hear from you, and you're lying to yourself if that's if you don't think that's you true. You know that. what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, like someone texts you and follows up, and you don't really respond. So but, what is the what is the after etiquette? After one date, I don't know. But the other thing about one date is like sometimes I think that early on it's almost kinder to ghost because no one really wants to receive. A message the being news. like, I'm not interested in <laughs> you. Know. Like, I don't need you to break up with me or after. So really, you mm-hmm. would just you would just disappear. You disappear. But I think ghosting uh, is generally very mean. <laughs> yeah. People shouldn't ghosting do it. Ghosting unless they unless they repeatedly follow up after the first date. Had a great time. When you want to see each other again, something like that. Then you have to say something, right? Yeah. Like, actually, sorry, I don't really want to go out again. Yeah, I mean, well, I've but what do you? I'm actually, I'm genuinely yeah. curious. Well, what Jen do and I you have say? a script. What we do you use? say? Jen yeah. and I have a script. <laughs> well. I would say after the first date, you don't need the script because you're not breaking up with somebody who's yeah, just saying, sorry, I don't want to see you again. But we have a script for when it's really early. It's still just like a couple online dates tops. Like nothing has really happened. Then you tell them it was very nice to meet them. You say something very specific that you liked. So not like, it was great. I had so much fun. You're a great conversationalist. But like, no, it was really great to meet you. I love that you're so passionate about zombies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just felt more platonic and... You know, thanks. Best That's of luck. Good. That's good. Do you want to be friends? Like Whatever. Super simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, here's the thing. Once you drop the platonic bomb, it's hard for people to be offended because you're not saying like, hey, love that you were so passionate about mustaches. I don't want to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That can be offensive. But if you're like, it just felt platonic, then you can't really argue. I mean, there are so many great people where like, it's just there's not that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're really into Plato and his philosophy. Uh-huh. And totally. if, if your partner totally. is not totally. into that, you gotta I, I understand. You got to be up with the Greeks. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for explaining to me. Yeah, yep. sure. No problem. So, yeah, but online dating can be really terrible. Actually, you know what we haven't talked about on this podcast, which is crazy? Jen and I have another show, not Blogalogs, called How to Break Up by Text. It's a show, people. It's live. It's a live show. And in this show, 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 uh, mm-hmm. we take audience members phones and perform and analyze their text breakups so the audience members get a free shot if they submit and we perform and analyze on the spot the show is called how to break up by text but spoiler alert don't do it please never do it it's so horrible when you see people break up like long-term relationships it'll they'll break up by text and that's really terrible if you were in a throuple you'd need to break up with both people that's a lot oh my god yeah you have to have a group conversation yeah yeah family meeting meeting. (laughs) matt do you have family meetings i've been thinking about family meetings recently in my household yeah yeah do you guys have family meetings no no because our kids are too young okay yeah okay one of them doesn't even speak yet so but like once (laughs) they're five and you can let them out of the cage then (laughs) family meetings yeah they they all wear 
like, suits and like have briefcases Tuesdays, for the family meeting. <laughs> Tuesdays at 6.30, we gather. Cool. But actually, so something still do that. I do want to talk about a little bit, although I know it's getting long, maybe I'll save it for another episode, but yeah. the phenomenon of text breakups is really sad, and I think that online dating can be so amazing for meeting people you would never meet, but it, I do also think it contributes to this like dehumanization, right? Yeah. Like, um, not to bring up a sore spot, but you had a situation uh, recently that I thought was horrible where the guy just didn't show, which I think is, first of all, he oh. has terrible judgment. Have you seen her? But also <laughs> it's like people can convince themselves that the other person like isn't a real person because they're just like, they've yeah. just been typing and texting and it's like, they've been typing and texting to so many people. It's like, they're not real. And I, yeah, so I think it can be too. very dehumanizing. And almost, it's not okay. We have to remember there are people behind the profiles. What were you going to say? I forget. You said it's really sad. No, I was going to say it's all—it's really sad that I almost like didn't blame the guy either, just because it, I never met him before. It was like the first online thing. We exactly, because for you, he wasn't really a human either. Really but human I was either. the one that was like, Jen, that's horrible. Yeah, I know. When you said that, I was like, <laughs> should horrible. I feel badly about this? And I was like, I don't know. It's he a did, horrible he, thing to he do. He didn't show up for a date and then never got back in touch. Never disappeared. Yeah, disappeared. But we're still matched on Tinder, People so I have to horrible. imagine maybe he's just like not going on it or something. I don't uh, know. I'm going to yeah. say dead. <laughs> that's he's what I said. Definitely dead. He should join zombie we dating because he's dead we figured out that we work in the same building oh wow that's yeah. even worse he knows oh. he could run into you so that when i followed up i was like hey what happened just wanted to clear it all up because we're probably gonna run into each other uh, nothing. nothing so he, he must have died people are terrible yeah. well oh. unless they're dead then that's really sad mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i think online dating can be really amazing and really dehumanizing that's my story yeah, what do you think listener it. what do you think okay guys we really want to see two things from you this time around we would love to see your online dating profile picks things that you think have worked we also want to hear about your best tactics so for pictures this and is beyond. just training for jen and myself exactly we got to ramp up we're going to do it 2018 is our year um if you want to do that you can email us at 2g1podcast at gmail.com Should we give it our private emails for our dating tips just kidding <laughs> just kidding guys we're not doing that you can tweet at us where can they tweet at you yeah ali gold a-l-l-i-g-o-l-d tweeter guys tweet me at june tweeter tweeter twatter <laughs> i'm at june bugger j-o-o-n-b-u-g-g-e-r or you can call us, and that number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. All right, guys, uh, we hope you honor your passions this week. Get out there. And last but not least, please, please, please share this shit. Every time you share this with a friend, it really helps us keep doing this. So shit. I hope you want us to keep doing shitting. it. We're going to be shitting. Shit, 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 shit. See ya. Bye. Two Girls One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg and smashed repeatedly with a meat tenderizer. I mean edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine, I mean subscribe, wherever you drink your favorite podcasts. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird.
the podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. I like that.